0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. I'm Haley. I'm your guide to love. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Milena Pena here, and she is a feminine energy relationship coach. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome. So I love your message. We both have similar messages in terms of empowering women in relationships. So tell everyone a little bit about what you're doing.
1: All right, so I am a feminine energy relationship coach. I also have a blog online and what I do is really with my blog, I blog about different relationship issues, the dynamics between men and women. I focus a lot on the feminine and masculine dynamic and how that plays out in a relationship um, and I also coach women so uh, I have a section online where, you know, somebody can reach out to me with an issue or just general coaching for their future relationship that they're looking for. And again, we just talk about really start with the particular woman and what her particular issues are. And then we start looking within her first to see what blocks she has to love, what past emotional pain she still holds on to that comes out as patterns um, and just kind of start from there if it's somebody in a current relationship we'll talk about their current issues and different ways that they can handle things if it's somebody who wants to learn more about how to express their feminine energy in a relationship we'll we'll go there hmm.
0: okay so what would you do you think it the main problem that you've noticed this is something that i've
1: The noticing is the fact that women are too masculine. Yes, absolutely. And so something I always like to begin with is masculine and feminine energy is not a gender issue. It's a choice which energy you feel more comfortable expressing. So um, definitely I don't want to turn women off that prefer to be in their masculine energy. They would just then choose a partner that operates from their feminine and so that way they could complement each other and there's plenty of men out there that operate from feminine or more comfortable coming from a more feminine energy um you know typically sometimes those are artists um or you know just a little bit more of the uh, creative men that like to be creative i would say probably about Ninety percent of men, though, feel more comfortable in masculine. So that in that way, now we have women who, you know, I think a lot of it does have to do with women and moving into the workplace and society, and how you know in our society, we really do nurture the masculine. We live in a world where it's about getting it done, uh, producing. Uh, creating goals, meeting goals, uh, being go-getters. And so now women are in the workforce and they're typically spending all day in their masculine energy and they're rewarded for it. And then they go home and they're with their men. And if they're with a masculine men, they're still using those same tools in the relationship and it's not working.
0: Mm. Yeah, i noticed that too, especially for what i focus focused on a lot with sexuality. <laughs> two feminine people <laughs> are too masculine. You have no sexual polarity.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> and like I tell people, if you're not having good sex, you're just friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> That's my little thing I say, and i, I mean, I obviously I'm over exaggerating, yeah, but I yeah, just yeah. want to bring home the point that if we're here to to complement each other as women and men in relationship, and we're not having passionate sex we're what are we then <laughs> just roommates yeah really I mean, doing I mean, life I together
0: saying, uh, uh, you know someone to say hello to in the morning <laughs> yeah I mean it's nice but you know that's why
1: we're together you know is to enjoy that that beautiful part of life that charge that passion that like you said that that energy that comes from polarity yeah, so yeah. hopefully oh go ahead no no I was
0: just about to say like Yes, I totally agree with you on that. And I think that this is like, when I first started doing this work, I noticed that there are so many couples now that are sexless because of what we're discussing. Absolutely. Right. And I mean, if
1: you, so you have two, you have a masculine man who now is feeling like he has to be in competition with his masculine energy woman. That's not very attractive for him. Like he's not feeling, you know, that. Sexual chemistry that comes when you have opposing energies. So even he doesn't know. You know, a lot of times you hear women. I've talked to him about you know why we're not having more sex or you know why he doesn't want to. He doesn't even know. Men just you know they're very intuitive. I don't think we give them enough credit.
0: They just don't feel it and they don't know why. Hmm. Okay, so all of a sudden he'll just stop pursuing and be like, mm, I don't know.
1: And well, and then you got so the two masculine energies are in competition with each other for often for power, for in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so he now na- he's not he's feeling almost a res you don't want to you know, adore and cherish and make love to your enemy mm. <laughs> <laughs> True. or to somebody, not even your enemy. I mean, that's probably the the, the end. Spectrum of some of these relationships, but you don't want to make love and you know adore and cherish somebody you're in competition with. That's the last thing you're feeling like doing for them.
0: Yeah, definitely. And would you say that? Okay, so do you mainly work with women that are in relationships or they're single?
1: Both. Okay.
0: And then what is the biggest problem they're they're dealing with? Let's see. I would say
1: for single women, it's this phenomenon, and I call it a phenomenon, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it feels like that to me, of just men pulling away, not wanting to commit, and women pursuing and being aggressive, not being able to get their needs met, which then triggers in them some other, you know, behaviors that are not that (laughs) great, and just this kind of, women pulling on men and men trying to pull away
0: that's interesting so the men are pulling away and then the women are pulling that's that's kind of the masculine feminine thing too
1: right right so what's happening i think is that women also are engaging in their masculine energies when they're feeling this this insecurity and so a man then is almost thrown into a more feminine role he doesn't feel good and so he just pulls away from that experience
0: okay so how do you help them with that
1: Uh, so i always tell women first of all when i have somebody on the phone i first i listen to their story i you know obviously want them to feel heard i want to really understand the history um but then i always want to draw all the focus on that particular person on their husband, on their boyfriend, on whoever they're dating, because I really want them to start exploring themselves and really understanding what makes them tick. And so many times, I don't think women have ever slowed down and taken a moment, even in therapy, because I know in therapy, the idea is to kind of unpack the history, try to figure out why you do the things you do, what are your issues, um, but really see how has this played out in your relationships over the years. So I try to get women to first see their patterns and then also to see have they been operating from their masculine energy? I get oh I also want them to choose where they feel more comfortable because that's kind of the starting point, right? Do you feel more comfortable in masculine or feminine energy? And then from there you're going to make all your decisions, you're going to that's going to kind of determine how the path you take on your journey to healing
0: so ma- how ma- do you, uh-huh. you know, oh, sorry interrupt. How do you know no, which go- energy you're more comfortable in?
1: Well, okay. So feminine energy is very, um, let's see, it's very feeling centered. It's about connection. It's a, it's, it's a about flow. It's about allowing. It's about connection to the world, to nature. It's feeling good receiving and letting go of control. So most women don't feel comfortable letting go of control, yet that is what they're craving is being able to not have to control everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was just thinking about myself. Like, I personally um, – if- In a relationship,
1: though, because remember, in the workplace, we're all masculine.
0: Very Unless true. Unless you-
1: yeah, yeah. So you really have to make that distinction. We're talking about in love.
0: Because you're saying in, uh, in the workforce, we don't even acknowledge the feminine, really. We're like, go, 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 like that. Right? Absolutely, yes. And even if you're a
1: therapist or a coach running your own business, in many yes, on some level you are operating from your feminine because it's intuitive, it's connection but you're also running your own business. (laughs) So you wake up in the morning and you have to do lists and you have, you know, people you need to talk business with.
0: So true is
1: is masculine. But when you are deciding how do I want to be loved? Do you know, do I want somebody to pull me in? Do I want somebody to guide me to lead me? Do I want somebody to take control? Do I want a man who's going to make love to me like you know passionate love to me and sweet me away does that feel good
0: to me so if the woman is in the uh, feminine that means that she likes to gotta be the pursuer and the leader Mm -hmm. i I like that
1: word leader too so pursuer and pursuer the whole time um i think we forget that it's not just in the courting phase it's also long-term relationships and in marriages
0: Mm. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I would say for me, I probably prefer that, but I think that it's almost like, and maybe let me know if you agree with me on this, but I think it's like women, we, we do prefer that, but a lot of us have gotten so disconnected from that because a lot of guys don't do that now. I mean, a lot of people just do friends with benefits or
1: yes. And then you get stuck in that. So I really feel like there's kind of this crisis with men that I would believe that they want to step into their kind of masculine, that at the heart, if they are a masculine man, of course I'm talking about, that they really want to step into this. And just as much as women are stuck, I think men are stuck. And I really think that that's why, you know, we can help each other. And, you know, a lot of women will say, well, why do I have to do it first? (laughs) Why do mm-hmm. I have to become more feminine to get him to become more masculine? Why doesn't mm-hmm. he become more masculine <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'll become more feminine? And I say, because we're in charge of the realm of emotions and love. As mm-hmm. women, as feminine women, we are the goddesses. We are the enchantresses. This is our world. So yes, we step in first and then we bring him with us. And then he changes he changes and he, he realizes there's another role he plays. And he's so in, captured by your feminine presence that he wants to become more masculine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I think that um, it's like when, she's, when a woman's probably in her feminine, she can surrender and let go more and enjoy the relationship. Absolutely which
1: gives him kind of his role back, right? Because right now we're, we're trying, we're controlling so much, you know, when are we going to see each other? How often are we going to see each other? I think we should see each other three times a week. You know what? It feels better when you text me. Could you text me in the morning and at night because that makes me feel better. You know, we're controlling everything. And he's like,
0: he, we don't really aren't giving men a chance to show us what they have. Mm. Yeah, and then, of course, that translates sexually, where (laughs) my sister dated this guy. (laughs) He was so tit-for-tat with energy, where, like, they would have sex, and he would be like, "Um, oh, don't worry, I didn't have an orgasm tonight, so you don't have to either. I'm like, no one (laughs) wants to date someone that keeps score like that.
1: Right, right. That's very transactional. So, and so I would always want, in a case like that, I would be so curious what the
0: energy dynamic was between them. Oh, me too. Definitely. (laughs) Okay. So if women are listening and they're like, wow, I'm in a really like this with a guy, what would you say?
1: Well, the first thing I would tell them is to start to maybe research a little more about feminine energy and relationships because first you have to understand something before you can embody it. So this is speaking to a woman and she's saying, you know what? I do feel better when, you know, a man pursues me, when I don't have to control the biggest hurdle for a woman will be to let the man lead. And what that means is let him lead several things in dating. It would be the timeline, which can be very challenging, Mm. right? Let him lead the tempo and the timeline of the progression of the relationship. Obviously, in a reasonable way, not, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're dating for 10 years, <laughs> but really take the pressure off yourself as a woman to have to make it into something more. So, okay. So back to your question, research and find out about feminine energy in a relationship, find out if that's your preferred energy and then start to practice, start to not control start to let go, start to let him lead, see how it feels. And most importantly, see the change or the reaction in him. I mean, obviously it's not going to change overnight, but start to see how a man responds differently to you. And then if you like what you're experiencing, keep doing it.
0: Mm. Yeah, because one thing that just hit me when you said that was, for me, this is what I've dealt with. Oh, okay. If I let him lead, does that mean I'm taking my power away? Okay, so that's the that's like the big thing
1: that prevents a woman. And what I what I typically try to say is actually being a feminine woman takes so much power because you have to feel powerful inside in order to surrender.
0: Mm, I love that. And I, I,
1: I pause when I say that because that's a huge statement I just made. Do you know what I mean? You have to feel powerful inside of yourself and confident and secure with you, just you and you, before you can surrender to a man. If you aren't power, if you don't feel powerful inside and you surrender, you're not really surrendering. You're more probably acting in kind of a doormat way. You can do whatever you want, I'll follow. I'm really insecure, this doesn't feel good, but I'm gonna do it anyways because I'm supposed to.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love what you just said because that's it's like having a woman, hey, within me, my masculine and feminine is balanced. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, I can easily go into the feminine, you in the masculine because I've got absolutely yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a very powerful thing.
1: I, I mean, love- surrender. Is, you know, surrender takes so much confidence and so much love for yourself that you decide, I'm going to choose to surrender to this masculine man because it feels good.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, it even, I've even discussed this too in some of us. I think that's what so many women are dealing with, or I've dealt with this too, like burnout and exhaustion is because we are not meant to be masculine 24 <laughs> seven
1: right? No, absolutely. And but you know, and I you have to be respectful too of, of women and that are, you know, single, and they're, they have to make a life for themselves. Mm -hmm. They, you know what I mean? They, they have single mothers, you know what I mean? So unfortunately, we just don't live in a culture of society where women can just float around all day and play in their feminine energy <laughs> oh, man wouldn't that be nice <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um so like i just remind women you know do your masculine thing at work do, you know be a go-getter you know we've evolved to this place and you know it's a good thing we can be lawyers we can be doctors we can you know we we can do anything a man can do so go out there and do that but then When you get home and if you're choosing to be a feminine woman in love, let, let your man lead. Defer to, I I say defer to your man, but even that sounds kind of funny. Like, I don't want to go back to those like 1950 housewife days of whatever you say, dear. It's not, Mm. that's not what
0: I'm talking about. No, I get what you're saying. Okay. So. What would you say about women that are dating? Because obviously, specifically what we're doing now, while in quarantine, what would you say about to date, not to date, what? I mean,
1: I think it is a personal preference. So um, I think like you and I were speaking earlier, if you really feel like you want to utilize this time to create a sacred space for you, uh, then that would be a great idea if that feels good to you um which means maybe not dating and maybe just you know exploring yourself and different passions and hobbies and friends and family and just you don't want that extra burden of having to date right now then definitely do that but if you're a woman that is looking for love and you feel like that's an active part of you right now i don't see a problem dating right now i mean it, it is a special time so i do warn women You know, be careful because it's almost like a war time right now. So if you you do start to talk to a particular person online, um, you might feel more bonding that's actually there (laughs) because of this crisis. So just, you know, be careful not to add more pressure or expectations onto the relationship Mm. or the developing relationship.
0: Yeah. Cause you make a great point. I didn't think about that. That is so true because I think that, yeah, you could have like an emotional, deep emotional connection with someone. And then when this is over, it's like, yes, I, I mean, more. exactly. Like right now everybody is
1: just kind of wants to, wants a partner to do this with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but just because there's a man out there in, in the online dating world that, is deciding to go ahead and partner up with you in some ways like texting all day or video chats and that, or watching movies, you know, together through online, it, you still don't know what, once this is over, what that's going to translate into. So really just keep your expectations down and just say, you know what, I'm enjoying this connection with this person right now for the moment. We'll see. Um, And, and just see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Cause that's the bad thing about women. I, I think most of us struggle with this is, is thinking, Oh wow, we're going to have four kids and live in whatever, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I call it instant relationship. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't, wonder, don't go into
1: instant relationship. That's
0: such a great way of saying it. Like, wow. I wonder if he's okay with living when you're close to my parents. <laughs>
1: yeah, And I mean, I think women forget that men are, are dating and talking to another handful of women at the same time. And as much as you don't want to think that or hear that it, that's what's happening because it's called dating. You know what I mean? Like you're not in a relationship with this person, mm-hmm. even if you're texting all day, even if you've told him your childhood story, even if um, you have plans to spend the next holiday together, if he hasn't claimed you as his woman, he's probably dating other people.
0: Mm. As, <laughs> I'm glad that you said that. Uh okay, so for that then, would you Okay, so you're pro women dating multiple people at one time?
1: Yes. I mean, why not? That's kind of what dating is. You're you're being selective. You're you're going out there, you're finding out what different men have to offer you, how they can complement your life, how you feel with them. Who who you have good connection with, who you have chemistry with, and then you're gonna sift through your options and then start narrowing that down in a perfect world, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, not in quarantine. This is what you do. <laughs> right. Okay, so then do you tell the ladies, because I hear this too, I go up and down about it. Um, in terms of are we pro online dating or not? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's what do you, fun if you're selective.
1: Yeah, if you're selective and I mean and you don't feel I mean, as long as it's feeling good to you, then you know, do it. I know there's some women out there that have been online dating and it's it's really taking a toll on them. So I would say don't anymore then. Take a break. Like really check in with yourself. What feels good to you? Does it feel good to you to get off online dating? Um, and when the quarantine's over to just maybe naturally and organically try to meet somebody out in the world, then honor that and try that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And it's all about, you know, really a woman is going to attract a certain type of man, whether it's online or in person based on what's going on within her. So don't, I would also tell women, don't just think, all online dating men are, you know, no good, I'm going to just go out and start to frequent different places where I'll find better men, you're going to attract the same kind of men, that's not the issue.
0: Mm, I like that you brought that up. Okay, yeah, because I've heard, oh, well, if I get on Tinder, all the guys just want sex. So then maybe if I get on Tinder, it'll be better. I
1: mean, maybe there's a little bit of a difference, but at the end of the day, you're still going to attract a pattern in the relationship. So if you you have abandonment issues, you're going to attract somebody who might, you know, who you're going to get ghosted a lot. If you have betrayal issues, you're going to attract somebody who maybe dates you for a little while and then gets back with the next partner. If you have um, issues with being honored you might you'll attract people that will dishonor you in different ways. So you so this is my other part of my work when I coach clients is what are your triggers and your patterns? Be, be on the lookout for them. Get to know them, become aware of them and see them because if you see them, they start to lose power because then you can say, okay, here's that thing that I always do that brings me that same pattern and I'm doing it. I'm feeling it. I'm thinking it. It's usually thoughts. They're just these reoccurring thoughts that we have, kind of that nasty negative voice.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. That is great. I love you. That's the,
1: the next level. That's kind of the next level of working on relationships because you're working on yourself and your energy. You cl- you want to clear your energy patterns
0: so that w- you can finally attract something that feels good to you. Mm, yeah, definitely, because... That's why they say, you know, oh, I keep tracking, I mean, I keep attracting the same person different face. Mm-hmm. A lot of
1: my work came when I, I had, you know, uh, several relationships when I was, you know, in my early twenties um, that all kind of ended the same way. I was married and divorced and felt a similar way. And then after my marriage, I reunited with somebody from my past and everything was going so well. It was kind of that honeymoon period. And then all of a sudden, and I thought, okay, this is it. This is my Prince Charming. This is why I divorced. This is the one, the one that I always wanted to be with. And what do you know, the exact same patterns and issues showed up. And that's when I went, what the heck is going on? Like it was, I was having like this weird like moment where i i could see my whole life and i it was the same exact issue and i i actually had a moment where i said the issues inside of me it's not in the men i mean it is in the men but it's inside
0: of me first wow you yeah, would think about it though that is so great that you realize that because now what you're doing yeah and then <laughs> so
1: that relationship started to go wrong, and I thought, I'm not. Do- I'm exhausted. I am not doing this again. Like I do not want to do Groundhog's Day again. You're like again,
0: no, again. no. <laughs> I'm
1: tired. <laughs> and it, it's funny because they say that most major change just comes from that point where you're just exhausted of yourself, of mm-hmm. whole well, of the relationship. So, I was just exhausted and I said, Please, there's gotta be another way. I'm willing. And I became willing. That's another thing. Are you willing to change yourself to, ch- to get a different experience in the world?
0: Mm. I love everything you're saying, though, because I think that I've been in those kind of places too, especially for what I'm doing. And I think that, you know, sometimes you have to repeat the same pattern over and over again, and it has to get so painful. Yes, yes. Like, I will never do that again,
1: okay? Right, right,
0: at least now I finally learned because it was excruciating <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and hopefully, then, people what don't have to get. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, I mean, I had to get where I was really bad, where I was just so emotionally painful. Hopefully, most people don't have to get where that bad.
1: <laughs> hopefully, it's true. So, another thing is, so once I started changing, so I started just, I actually started learning about relationship dynamics. I researched, you know, I found the feminine masculine energy kind of work and really kind of was fascinated by that. And it resonated with me. And as I started to kind of change, I saw how my man changed and how he related and responded to me. And then I thought, oh, wow, this is really cool. (laughs) and uh and I've never stopped since and now I'm married and I still practice everything um I still you know my principles and everything are still very active in my marriage and I have wonderful results like I tell people I feel like I'm living a fairy tale like people would not believe my relationship it feels unreal
0: wow okay tell tell us like what feels I mean, so like like why is it a fairy tale
1: because of how he is with me, you know, like he just worships me. Like it's, you know, he's a very masculine man, but it's he's so thoughtful, he's, he, he's always doing things for me. He's romantic. Um, what I call sexy time is uh, off the hook. Like, and I'm, we've been together eight years, married three. (laughs) Yeah. Which, you know, you always are a little fearful about that, but it's the Mm -hmm. passion is unbelievable. Um, Uh, How he puts my feelings first before his, and he tells me that, you know, I will put your feelings before mine.
0: Mm. Um, What else?
1: Just how everything, I don't know, it's just he's such, he's so, he feels very confident in leading our life, and everything, every decision he makes is about, Is this gonna make take us to a better place in life? And is this gonna make her happy? Wow. (laughs) And he he always wants me by his side. He even told me he's like, you know, like he'll be out here in the living room watching TV and he'll I'll be in the bedroom folding clothes or something, and maybe I'm out in the bedroom to, you know, 45 minutes and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in the bedroom (laughs) folding Mm. clothes.
0: So it's like he always wants my presence with him What well, her the power of a feminine woman is her presence
1: yes it's Ooh. an attractive force it's a magnetic force you know i i bring him something that he can't generate on his own as a masculine man i bring him i often write about this on my blog i bring him light
0: i love that okay so for the woman they're listening and they say wow I would love to have a fairy tale relationship too. What would you say?
1: First, uncover your triggers, your emotions. So, triggers is a word now that's being used a lot. Mm-hmm. And really, what it is, is it's kind of just, I call it, it's an old negative emotional pocket inside of you. And why it's called a trigger is because it's dormant. And when something in the world happens, that pokes at it, it wakes up. And that waking up is that strong negative emotion you feel or that strong reaction you have to something negatively in your relationship.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's usually out of proportion to the actual event. (laughs) That's a good way to know it's a trigger. So really start to learn what are your triggers because the awareness of it, is gonna help you work through it. Maybe find um, some kind of body work, like there's breath work, there's Reiki, there's just your own internal meditation to really breathe that energy out because it's stuck energy. It's old, it's stuck, and the like. I um, I love Eckhart Tolle. He's mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite authors, and he says he calls it the pain body and it's the same concept and he says all it needs is one moment in front of your awareness to transmute back into light so that's all it needs is to for a few moments to look at it almost but feel it and let it
0: dissolve mm. yeah definitely because we get stuck in those subconscious patterns and we don't even realize we're in it right and the big thing people do is
1: they try to release it through the mental through their mind, through concepts, through thoughts. And it'll never be released that way because it actually needs you to go into the body and release it through like a sensation. That's why putting your awareness into where the sensation exists inside of you. Mm -hmm. And again, there's many different practices. So just kind of, so basically, what are your triggers? Bring awareness to them. Find a practice that helps you release it. Then learn about feminine and masculine energy and what you feel comfortable in. And then make a promise to yourself that you are going to seek out a partner that is an opposing energy. And even if you're currently in a relationship, your partner can, will shift with you. Mm. And so go ahead and choose your, your energy that you feel comfortable expressing and then make a commitment to, to work on embodying that energy.
0: Okay. And then are you a big fan of making a list of the qualities of the person that you want to attract?
1: I am, but, um, so yes, I'm a big fan of manifestation and all of that. And I, I think the, the one key that, you know, a lot of the people that speak and write about manifestation is that it's not about your thoughts. It's about your feelings. And that's really the the fuel for manifestation is how do you feel when you're thinking about it? So if you're going to write a list of the man you want to attract, I think it's great because it's almost that next level of creation, you know, there's the thought, you can say something, but when you write it down, there is power and putting it on paper. But as you're writing it, are you feeling lack and are you feeling bad because you realize you don't have these things? Or as you are you writing it with a feeling of excitement this could come to me this could be my future so that's that's what i would say to a woman if you're gonna write the list what feeling tone are you in because it matters
0: Mm, i didn't think about that that is so true yeah because i said feeling the feeling is the secret right so if you're feeling
1: lack while you're writing it you're just gonna attract
0: less of what you just wrote (laughs) Mm, so true (laughs) so it could backfire (laughs) yeah really you're like i want all this man damn it i don't have it (laughs)
1: right like do you put the list down and then go sulk on the couch
0: Mm -hmm. and spend the rest of the evening beating yourself up because you don't have it Mm, definitely okay so where would you like what final takeaway do you want to leave with everybody oh shit
1: Let me see. I I think I wrote something down, but, oh, that's a good one. I'll take, um, I would say that great love is possible. you know that, that romantic love, that passionate love, that easy love, that's what it is. Easy love. It is possible, but it does begin with you, with you and your relationship to yourself. And working out all those pockets of, you know, triggers and negative, old, painful, past energies you have inside yourself. That's really where the work is. And then your relationship is going to reflect back to you, yourself. It's a very important concept. Um, It's called the mirror. And the idea is that all your relationships are really a mirror to your relationship with yourself so if your relationships are full of, you know, suffering and conflict and um, whatever it is, that's really showing you what's going on inside of you. How do you show up for yourself? I tell women with, commit, with that keep getting men that won't commit, well, how committed are you to yourself? So that's what I would say it's the relationship to yourself first and then you can have once you got that worked out you can have beautiful easy love that is romantic and passionate and beautiful it's mm. out there
0: yes definitely and I, I believe that too because I feel like relationships are the foundation for our society yes yes and Absolutely. if people were happier in the relationship to our society it would be happier
1: Absolutely. I mean, we were, we were, I don't think we were meant to do it alone. I think we were meant to have a partner and do life with a partner. It's, it's nice. It's fun. I love You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's enjoyable. You know, I feel so bad for women that have just decided to check out of the game, you know, and say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Not because they truly want to be alone, but because they just don't want the pain and the struggle anymore.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I also think they're, I mean, hello, I don't know if you've heard of this. There's a whole group of men that have been that too. What is it? It's M G T O men going their own way. Oh boy, no, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you should look <laughs> it up. I don't know if it's real or not, but right. I saw it and I was like, yeah, because you don't want to be that like eighty year old. It's like, yeah, I never got married because I couldn't. I kept attracting the same patterns and I never did the inner work.
1: Right, right. So if you have two people that are doing their work. And again, you know, women, the first thing you're going to say is, well, what if I do my work and he doesn't do his? Well, you doing your own work will naturally create an environment for him to do his own work. And it's different for men. They, they do their own work differently. That's another
0: podcast. <laughs> mm, okay. We can go on to that next time. Okay. So where can everybody find you? All right.
1: So my blog is artoflovingaman.com. And I'm also on Instagram at, at art of loving a man. Mm. Wow. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. This was so much more fun yes. than I anticipated. I was a little nervous,
0: but I liked it. Definitely. No Hey, I'll have to have you back. This is so much fun. I love doing these because I learn as much as everybody listening. And I yeah. think that, you know, it's such an important topic, especially now. So thank you so much and everybody be sure. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Be sure to either DM either of us on Instagram if you have any comments. Be sure to subscribe, like my podcast and I will talk with you later. Bye. Okay, bye.